Hey there, just uh, super excited. I want to thank everybody. You guys are amazing. Um, was traveling and recently got back and was blessed and honored to be able to receive this from uh, YouTube for over 100,000 subscribers. You guys are the ones that make that possible. I appreciate you listening to the show, sharing it with friends, as well as uh, commenting and really engaging with the content that uh, we try to share with you on a weekly basis. So on a further note, today's show is going to blow your mind. So amazing. I want you guys to make sure you guys have pen, paper, be ready to listen, uh, watch, pay attention to what uh, today's guest is going to talk about. We dive anywhere from how to optimize your health, how to understand and know where from a, a hormonal standpoint, uh, from a health optimization standpoint, where those deficiencies are, and then what you can do to improve in that. What about your energy? How to raise your energy levels, how to connect and be the best version of you. So I want you guys to be uh, ready for today's guest, Jay Campbell, on today's Making Bank, and help you guys like and share this episode, share it with your family, your friends, anyone that you feel that this podcast might resonate with and help them improve their lives. So thank you again for watching Making Bank. You are, you are listening to Making Bank, where we uncover the mindset and success strategies of the top 1%. So you can amplify your life and your business. Welcome to Making Bank. I am Josh Felber, where we uncover the mindset and the success strategies of the top 1%. So you can amplify your life and your business today. I am excited for today's guest. There's no secret. There's no shortcut. Everything that is alive is conscious. Be silent. Be still and know God. Until you feel worthy, it ain't going to happen. Rigorous, ruthless, disciplined focus. You have to get to a place where you can work on yourself. I want to welcome Jay Campbell to Making Bank. Josh, what's up, my brother? Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm very humbled, privileged, and honored to be here. It's been a long time coming. But I'm out here today. Let's rock this. Yeah, awesome. No, I know we've been messaging, trying to get it set up, and you're in my schedules. You're in Mexico. I'm all over the place, and it's trying trying to get it synced up. But it, it the everything is aligned today, and we're Perfect. we're gonna send everybody some amazing content, energy to uplift them. So, guys, make sure you guys are really listening, paying attention to what Jay is gonna talk about today, and just kind of sit back and think, open your mind up to something new. And something that's going to help you. And so that's why Jay's on today's show, because we're always looking for ways to level up, increase who we are, what we do, and everything every day with our families, with ourselves. And so Jay's going to be able to dive in and give you some amazing actionable items, some insight, some way out items, possibly. <laughs> and who knows? <laughs> Whenever you interview Jay Campbell, you always have to say this is going to be a multi-dimensional experience. <laughs> very true very true yes and and excited to hear your multi-dimensional show you got coming up here pretty soon so Thank that's you, gonna be a whole nother hey guys if you haven't checked him out yet check him out jay's got a mind altering broadening podcast or not even a podcast like a webinar yep. that he's gonna dive in deep on third dimension fourth dimension energy all sorts of things around that. And you can uh, hit up his website, Jay Campbell, probably for registration link there. For sure. Yeah, just go to jaycampbell.com or I'll just follow me uh, on my email list, join.jaycampbell.com. Uh, all that information is there. 
Awesome. Well, and we'll just kind of maybe leave it at that and maybe we'll get into more of that in the show. Awesome. Give us a little bit, Jay, like what, have you always kind of been real health focused? Like where did that all come from? I know you talk about you're from a family, you're like the oldest, I think of nine kids or yes. something. And you didn't really grow up that way as I am. I mean, I'm 51. I think you're right. Pretty same close age, to my man. same age. I'll be 53 in a week. There you go. So Four and, you know, we, we grew up without, you know, where peanut butter was good That's and right. eating out of the, and yeah. we, our families didn't know any better, I'm guessing. Totally. So. <laughs> my, my idea of a protein shake, bro, was grabbing a gallon of milk and guzzling it before my mom came and hit me with a broom over the top of the head, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, truthfully, man, I was always an athlete, you know, in uh, growing up, I played soccer, baseball, and basketball. I was really, really good uh, in soccer and basketball. And I ended up just my knees, I was a late, late bloomer from a growth standpoint. So I had knee problems in high school. I had a disease, which you probably are, I'm sure you're saying my age. It was a very familiar disease, but it was called Osgood slaughters. And it was like, mm. basically when the, the plates are growing faster than the bones are growing. So anyway, my knees started bothering yep. me. I started, I couldn't play soccer after my, my freshman year of high school because of my pain. The pain was so intense, but I could keep playing basketball. And so I ended up playing basketball. My dad moved me my dad was ascending the corporate ladder in high school. As you said, I was the oldest of nine children. And we were in five, I was in five high schools in five states in four years. <laughs> so it was brutal because as a really good athlete, as an accomplished athlete, I was always moving to a new school every year. So like back then they didn't have the internet for recruiting. So it was like, if you didn't have big numbers and stats, like in your local area, you weren't going to be recruited or followed by that coach, you know, when you're 800 to a thousand miles away. And I went from New York to Pennsylvania to Ohio to Florida, right? So it was kind mm. of insane. But I ended up playing basketball in college. When I got out of college, I moved out to Southern California, and I've had an amazing life. I got into the, acting, the film and entertainment industry. I did some modeling. I did a bunch of stuff. But then eventually I just was playing basketball at 29 in an adult men's, a very competitive adult men's league. I kicked in the testicles, checked oh. out, you know, ah, uh, and then – Seven, eight, nine weeks later, I was destroyed, run down, had no idea what was going on, went to a PPO doctor. I was at the time working for the Los Angeles Times as a classified advertising sales rep. And I was like one month from turning 30. And the PPO doctor, and I always say there's no coincidences, only synchronicities in the universe, but the PPO yeah. doctor recommended me to a to an endocrinologist. And it turned out that the guy was a world-renowned endocrinologist where I lived in Southern California. His name was Dr. Raymond Scruggs. And he took my labs and he saw that I had the testosterone levels of a hypogonadal man, which is like a geriatric 80 plus year old. And he said, look, I can put you on therapeutic testosterone and have you right as rain in eight to 10 weeks. But, you know, go home, talk to your at the time she was my fiance. She was eventually going to be my first wife and just find out if she was OK with it. So I did. She was, hey, you know, you're a smart guy. You know, we didn't have children at the time. She's like, let's see what happens. So I went on it. And exactly as he told me about eight weeks later, I started feeling amazing. I went back in for my, you know, visit checkup with him and he was like going to take me off and he's like, I'm going to, you know, put you on HCG. And I was like, whoa, bro, there's no way I'm coming off this. This is the greatest <laughs> I've ever felt. Like I went from like being okay to feeling like Superman. So at that point he was like, okay, no problem, you know, but you understand you have to take, you know, these other medications to maintain fertility if you want to have children. I was like, hey, no problem. So at that point I was like, you know, probably 30 30, 30 years old, five or six months, I became a student. And this is back literally in 2000. You know, I started okay. in 1999. Yeah. It's now 2000. There's very little information. Obviously, the internet is not big yet. 
The only thing that was out there is was Russian and Bulgarian strength training manuals, but I couldn't read Russian or Bulgarian. <laughs> and you know, PubMed and and uh, all of those resources weren't really lined up like they are now. So it just became this like really powerful, passionate pursuit of mine at night to read about stuff, and I just became incredibly knowledgeable about you know therapeutic testosterone performance enhancement. It literally led me to peptides, which was I started using peptides in two thousand four. So it was wow. all along this same path that I was learning from like underground again, because again, at the time, you know, the internet was underground forums, right? Uh, you had bodybuilding performance enhancement. There was one called miscellaneous fitness weights. And you really had a lot of really brilliant collective minds that were, you know, at the very beginning or the infancy of the internet that were like there and posting and sharing their experiences and talking amongst people. But back then, Josh, nobody was anybody's name. Everybody was using handles, right? Right. right. So yeah. you meet people, but you don't really know their name because everybody's like, you know, anonymous. But, 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 you know, fast forward 10 years and people would meet me and I stayed in the uh, digital automotive marketing space. But people who would meet me would be like, because I had a very impressive physique, they would be like, wow. He's like, you know, what do you do to look like you do? And I would tell them straight to their face, therapeutic testosterone. And that would always be wondered or met with the chagrin of like, ooh, bro, you're on steroids, or it would be right. like, wow, fascinating, tell me more. So eventually the fascinating, tell me more people kind of went out and they said, you got to make a book about this dude. And I, I did, you know, I mean, I, you know, went through some tra trials and tribulations. I sent it to Rick Collins, who's now a very close personal friend of mine. He's like the big world, you know, attorney who represents like baseball and football and for performance enhancement drugs and for people to get popped with steroids. And, you know, he read my mm, white paper because okay. I'd sent him, sent him a white paper and I said, hey, I, this is who I am because I was a nobody at the time. And he read it and he got back to me right away. But he told me because my wife and I at this point now had a residential real estate company and we were modestly successful. And so I didn't want to put anything at risk by writing this book. But he was he told me he was like, well, you know, there's always risk. So I shelved it. Right. He, you know, he was being a good attorney. Right. <laughs> I also had sent the same white paper to Nelson Virgil, who happened to be the man, the author who had written the book, Testosterone, A Man's Guide. And he also wrote another book with Dr. Michael Mooney called Built to Survive. And these guys, I had read their books, you know, five or six years prior to that. And they wrote their books from an angle of like Nelson had an HIV diagnosis. So he was using testosterone and whatever else to survive. Mm. And I learned a lot from him. And thankfully, you know, as I always say, stepping on the shoulders of giants, I also sent the white paper to him, but he was in his native country of Venezuela at the time. And they were going through all sorts of turmoil. He was dealing with his family's issues. He responded to my paper about five months, four and a half to five months later in the middle of the night. And he was like, I don't know who you are, but he's like, you have to write this. This is amazing, right? Like I can help you, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, he said, here's my phone number, call me. And so I called him immediately, like that next day. I remember where I was when I got the email. And he was like, look, you have to write this book. I can help you. So that was in 2014. About a year and a half later, the book published, way later than I really wanted it to. But that was in November of 2015. And, you know, subsequently since then, man, I've written, you know, seven other books. I've met all these great doctors. I've met amazing, you know, people like yourself, you know, done podcasts and you know, just really blew up in the biohacking space. Obviously, the other books I wrote were on fasting and fat loss and now peptides. And uh, I wrote, an, obviously, another book on testosterone optimization, but I took a lot more learnings and stuff like that. And here we are here today. That's kind of like my background. I mean, you know, that's that's the full story. You know, you asked, like, was I always interested in this? I was, 
not in performance enhancement or testosterone optimization, but I was always interested in looking at the human physique and seeing how I could make it better. Uh, and what's interesting too is, I mean, the things that happen to you put you on that path. Totally. Because you know, a lot of people look back and they're like, oh man, this, and then they can either go sit in a chair and wallow about it for years and drink, drink and, you know, be a miserable person or step up like you did, embrace, <laughs> even though it sucked what happened and you'll know, help transform your life. And you're probably better feeling and fit and healthy now than you were 25, 30 years ago. Totally. You know, totally. And that's why I like to tell people, and this is applies to men and women, there's no slowing down. I mean, age is definitely a mental state. Yep. And if you take care of your physical vessel, you know, like it means everything to you because it truly does, there's no reason you can't live into your 90s, 100s, and even beyond. I mean, I don't know about beyond 150. Maybe you can. But I mean, I mean, like, there's no reason you can't live into your early 100s and be strong and vital with good energy. Because again, it's a state of being. It's a state of mind, right? Like you, you can you can say I'm a, I'm old or you can say I'm aging backwards, right? So it's again, it's yep. like the way you use the words are the, the form of consciousness that you choose about the energy that you bring to the table. No, that's, that's so true. I mean, I know as more recently, at least over the last few years, it seems like peptides, testosterone or hormone optimization yeah. Has kind of been more accepted or become more, I guess, mainstream definitely. than it used to be. Yeah, definitely. So we have a lot of people that are entrepreneurs, type A, you know, that, that listen and watch the show and everything. What's kind of that first step? Because a lot of the population is run down or has low energy, even though they might be that type A or that that hard charging entrepreneur or fitness, you know, um, person that you know training all the time. What's kind of that first step in figuring out like how can I start to feel better? How can I get more energy? How can I get my life back? Like yeah, you were talking I mean, about. It's the, the number one question, you know, most people, I mean, this is truthfully, I mean, even with like what you said, there's so much more acceptance of this. Dude, 80% of men and women do not know that they're functioning with a hormonal deficiency. And the, again, the sick care medical model, you know, allopathic medicine, illness medicine, whatever you want to call it, in their defense, they're not designed and trained, there's no standard patient of care to understand when someone is suffering from a hormonal deficiency. But I could posit slash argue, you know, prove at this point that hormone deficiencies are basically the ideology of almost all disease states. Because when the hormones are not functioning correctly, it leads to breakdowns everywhere else. And, you know, if you combine that with the idea that most people who do go to the doctor which obviously, as we were talking off air, most people aren't even going to doctors now today for other reasons. But the Christ. ones that do go to the doctors, they're not working with physicians if they're, you know, again, a subrogated insurance doctor, a family doctor. They're not working with doctors that are trained in understanding how to hormone optimize or how to, you know, manipulate and tweak the endocrine system. So they're going to be getting SSRIs for the brain, right? Because most men are depressed. They feel like right. shit. And then obviously same thing for women. And then the, to, to address the erectile dysfunction or the sexual dysfunction, they give them a blue or red pill, right? At Viagra, Levita, Cialis. So then they never, ever address the root cause, which is again, a hormonal deficiency. So truthfully, and a lot of people think I'm crazy when I'm saying this, but I would say right now in the, you know, whatever you want to call it, like the first world, westernized world, 80% of men over the age of 25 have a hormone deficiency. Wow. That's how bad it is, right? Now, is it you know actually understood and observed in that way? No, it's not because 
so few people get treated. I mean, dude, the average man that actually gets treated for testosterone is literally doing it because their wife is going to leave them or because uh, they think that the woman thinks that he's cheating on her because he's not sexually active anymore. He can't get an mm. erection. He can't maintain an erection if he can get an erection. So there's all these problems. And look, all these problems now stem from the environment being as contaminated as it is. I mean, again, you know, we were talking off air. Everything is contaminated from the air that yeah. we breathe, the food that we eat, the water that we drink from, the electromagnetic frequencies. I mean, the dirty electromagnetic frequencies, which are unavoidable, by the way. I mean, obviously, you and I are having this amazing podcast and we're using technology to aid us in doing that. But there's obviously a lot of issues that come from just being around electromagnetic frequencies like this and obviously blue light and all these different things. But all of that combined leads to what we find in today, which is, again, massive widespread hormonal deficiencies. And the hormonal deficiencies just stop the system's uh, biological system functioning from, you know, working optimally. I mean, we're way beyond normally, right? Right. Like right. We, we want to get optimized, but most people are just suffering in silence because they have absolutely no idea how to identify this. But to answer your question, if you are aware, you're watching a podcast like this, you have to get your labs done. And you can't just go to a general practitioner, a, a family doctor, a PPO or HMO doctor, and expect them to order your labs correctly. You have to do some due diligence uh, and and really, you know, go into it, the various independent labs. I mean, I, you know, have a partnership with Private MD Labs, but there are others, discounted labs, direct labs. There's a ton of companies now, and you have to be again, you know, the proactive scientist of your own health, and you got to look at your hormones, and you got to understand if you're working with a deficiency. And if you are, which again, the majority, great majority are, then you can choose a physician who, by the way, is unlikely to be a, uh, a, an insurance or a, you know, an allopathic subrogated physician. Yep. It's going to be a cash pay doctor who has an experiential body of work who's been you know, optimizing people's hormones for a long time. Again, if you're truly wanting to, to, to treat the root cause, which is, again, most of the time a hormonal deficiency. So starting there, yeah, that definitely makes sense. I mean, and actually one of the things you said was interesting was, you know, with the all the stuff that's happening now and the EMF and like just the waters, because... I mean, back when, you know, since we're about the same age, back yeah. when we were kids, there wasn't the same kind of health no. issues and no. health problems and no. uh, depression and things like that. I mean, it doesn't just magically pop up. Yeah, over no, I mean, well, look, man, years. there's a study, and I write about this in my books, you know, the Hebrew University study, and m more people should talk about this, but don't. But this was uh, 47,000 right. male patients on all seven continents that they studied from like a couple of years before we were born. Actually, it was a couple of years after you and I were born. It was 73, I think. And they ended the okay, study. Okay, about then. I think they ended this study in 2011, and it showed the catastrophic decline in fertility rates continent-wide. And now the indirect effect was also massive plummeting of total testosterone and free testosterone levels. Mm. In fact, statistically, our dads, so our, you know, the 70s and 80s-year-old men, and that generation had three times the total and free testosterone levels of kids walking wow. around today, dude, adults. That's insane. But I mean, look, like, you I mean, know this. that is that low now. <laughs> you know this. I mean, I say this to people all the time. Whenever you go to the grocery store or anywhere that's a public, you know, convocation with people, just look at the men. Yeah. I, I mean, the average sure. man under the age of 30 today is skinny. They're like mouth formed, spinally. They have very poor mineral density. I mean, and again, 
are these people having their testosterone looked at? Most likely not. But again, you can look, if you're somebody that is aware of this and you understand what like a normal masculine energy being is supposed to look like, you don't see what you see today. And again, this is all from the environment. This is from birth control in the water supply. This yeah. is through phytoestrogens. It's glyphosate, atrazine, all these chemicals, all these endocrine disrupting chemicals have destroyed uh, in utero uh, fetuses. And now we just have broken down, poorly hormonally optimized or hormonally deficient. It's not just men, bro. It's women too. But this is the state sure. of the art now or state of the planet right now. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I, you know, we have two boys and then they're twins and then our daughter who's two years older. And it's, you know, try to just always think like, how can I keep them? Yeah. You, so they don't have that same experience of what everybody else is with the conditions of the market and stuff. And I mean, you know, just everything that we try to do from a health perspective, you know, with what we eat and the water and everything. And when we travel, <clears throat> just kind to keep all of that to help them maximize their optimization of their own hormones naturally. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. it's a war, hopefully- dude. It's a, it's a battle every single day to like stay optimal. I mean, that's why when people ask me nowadays, like, can I do this naturally? I say, you know what? Don't ask me. Ask the smart trained people, the doctors that do this for a living every day. Like, you know, what the level and, you know, Dr. Rob Kaminark, who's up by you, he's in Dayton. You know, he has like a criterion score where he says that like, he's got age broken out too, but he says that basically if you're 50 and over, the odds that you can maintain optimized hormones naturally are about 1% or less. Wow. When you're in between 40 and 50, it's about 15 to t- 10 to 15%. And I'm sorry, it's between 15, uh, it's somewhere between 15 and under. And then okay. under, it's getting worse and worse, but under it can be 25%. But think about that. So you're still talking 75% of men between the ages of 17 and 40 have a testosterone deficiency, which is unheard right. of. It's huge. Unheard of. I mean, you can see it, like you said, I mean, a lot of the kids that are coming out of high school or right now, I mean, they're broken. like you said, they're, they're broken. Yeah, they're broken. It, it, it's 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 sad. So, I mean, as you know, fifty-year-old entrepreneurs and forty-five-year-old entrepreneurs, everything you know, we under start to understand, you know, our blood work. Um, we're maybe we're working with somebody, and so that's kind of that first step yeah. in feeling better, having more energy, you know, clearing up the mind. I know what was. I mean, I've always been healthy or tried to be healthy <laughs> for years. And, uh, one of the big things was, I mean, I would work out, run all the time, do different things. And I always had just like a little bit of visceral fat, yep. but it wasn't a ton. Yep. But when I got rid of it recently, you know, over the last six, eight months, totally changed, like brain fog cleared up, yep. which I would have never thought like, yep. but it totally opened up energy levels and everything else. And it wasn't like I was heavy. It wasn't like I was, you know, 250 pounds right. for, you know, being five ten. I was 180, yeah. you know, five foot 10, you know, and muscle, you know, have muscles and things like that. But now that's gone. I mean, the energy levels, you know, it's it, it just, it's just a huge difference. So, noticing people, so that. this is interesting that you brought this up. So most people don't realize, and again, I got this from Dr. Anthony J, you know, the guy that wrote Estrogeneration, yep. a Mayo Clinic researcher. I mean, most people know who he is nowadays. Thank God. But um, he taught me that visceral fat is holding on to the contaminants of the modern day particulates that are destroying and disrupting endocrine systems, right? So like if you oh, wow. have visceral body fat, whether it's 15%, 25%, and again, if you're morbidly obese, it's above 35, 
the chemicals that we talked about, the phylates, the BPA, uh, the endocrine disruptors, the, the phytoestrogens, those things are sticking in the visceral fat. So you can't get rid of all those things causing this hormonal, you know, negative cascade until you get rid of the visceral fat. But the problem is the chicken and egg conundrum or chicken and egg scenario where it's like, it's hard to get rid of visceral fat when you have a hormonal deficiency because your body met metabolically is not working at optimal levels, right? So it's like most people who have, again, just call them morbidly obese. Let's call them, you know, the name that I coined the dumpster fires, right? So, yeah. And, and in their defense and, and, and to be compassionate and empathetic, you know, these people have these chemical imbalances in the visceral fat. If you're living in quote unquote, Kansas, Oklahoma, Iowa, you know, where the horrible West coast and East coast, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Um, it the comes together. The country, right. Yeah. But the truth is, is that those people are being bombarded by pesticides and mm. fertilizers and all this other, again, agro cultural slash chemical uh, stuff that happens in that environment in that part of the world because of the farmland. And so a lot of these people do, they have these things stuck in their, in their skin. They're, it's, it's literally in the visceral fat deposits. So it's very difficult to get rid of it just through natural interventions like running, keto dieting, you know, carbohydrate suppression, insulin control living. It's, it's very difficult. And again, you know, it was Dr. J that taught me all this stuff. So Realistically, that's why you know optimizing your hormones and first off finding out if you have a deficiency is really the first primal cause, because without hormones being like somewhat optimized or or, or being addressed and, and 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 treated, you don't you're not gonna have the energy, bro. People right, and that's why most people run can't do it naturally because they don't have the energy from the hormone deficiency. Mm, amazing, man! So awesome, and such an honor to have you on the show today. I am Josh Felber. You are watching Making Bank. Get out and be extraordinary. Thank you for listening to Making Bank. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And sharing is caring. Follow Josh Felber on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram for more. You can also listen to Making Bank on Amazon Alexa, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and watch on Apple TV, Success Thinkers Network, Amazon Fire, and YouTube.